0: You are listening to the New Day of Hope broadcast with Helena and Gladys Langley. Enjoy.
1: Well, hello, dear friends. We want to greet all of you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I tell you, man, we are delighted to come uh, in with you in, wherever you are, in your home, in your car, wherever you might be at this time. We are happy to join you for a great moment in worshipping our true and our living God. So we want to thank you so much for joining us. Trust all is well with you. In this time in our lives, we, we know how things are. So we are praying that you will abide under the shadow of the Almighty God.
0: So now will be a good time to call a neighbor, call a friend, and let them know that the New Day of Hope broadcast is on and that they should join us for an inspiring study today. Also, we would love to hear from you. If you've been blessed, if you've been encouraged, if you've been challenged or motivated, you can reach out to us. Let us know at 404 964 2242. That's also a WhatsApp number. Or you can email us at newdeafhopatlanta at gmail.com. We will once again repeat this information at the end of the broadcast. So without any further delay, join me as we study the Word of God together.
1: Amen and amen. So today we want you to take your Bibles or your iPad, your telephone, whatever you have. And uh, turn with us to the Gospel of Luke. The Gospel of Luke. You have Matthew, Mark, Luke. That's the third Gospel. uh, Chapter 10. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 10. Now I'd like to read a few verses in this chapter. And then we will get right into tonight's lesson. So Luke chapter 10, verses 38 down to 42. And it reads, Now it happened as they went And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. And that's like many people today. They're worried and they're troubled about every little thing. But he said, one thing is needed. And I want you to take note to that phrase that I just said. But one thing is needed. And Martha has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. What a great portion (laughs) Of scripture for us today.
0: Amen. So, one thing is absolutely necessary if we are to live a healthy, happy, and useful Christian life. Do you know what that one thing is? We just read the story of Mary and Martha who were entertaining the Lord Jesus. That would be a good person to have in your home to entertain. Martha, she was a splendid hostess, busied herself with preparations for a meal for Jesus and his disciples. Mary, however, sat at his feet and listened to all the wonderful things he had to say. Martha said to herself, what a privilege to prepare a meal for him. And Mary said, what a privilege to sit at his feet. And they were both right in thinking that. Because verse 39, we just read, said, And she had a sister called Mary who sat at Jesus' feet and heard his words. So sometimes it's good to just sit back and listen to the word of god but they say but mary but Martha felt that mary was unreasonable in leaving her to serve up the meal and she even questioned the lord for allowing mary to sit there while there was work to be done it's just like us you know sometimes we are busy preparing meals while the men are just sitting watching tv so sometimes we need some help in the kitchen but in this case it was different <laughs> Martha was doing all the preparing while mary just sat because she wanted to hear What Jesus was saying. After Martha went to Jesus, Jesus spoke very tenderly to her and calling her by her name and saying, You are careful and troubled about many things, but one thing is absolutely necessary. He said, Mary had chosen that one thing. This then is the first requirement for every Christian not service, not working, but sitting at the feet of Jesus. And learning of Him, so like I said earlier, we have to take time out, not always working, not always serving somebody, but take time to sit at the feet of Jesus,
1: amen. And that's a great place, my friends, for you to be to sit at the feet of Jesus. Right there is at the feet of Jesus is a place of hope, it's a place of restoration, it's a place of refreshment, a place of revival, and that's where we need to be. So the question then would be, what does this one thing imply? What does this one thing really imply? What does it really mean to sit at the feet of the Lord Jesus and hear his holy word? Well, I know because first it implies reception. In in verse, in verse 38 of the text that I read earlier, We read that Martha received Jesus into her house and Mary received him also because they were sisters living together. They were in one accord. But so both of them received the Lord Jesus into their house. Before Mary could sit at the Savior's feet, she must have welcomed him into her presence. She must have welcomed the Lord Jesus into her presence to sit at his feet and listen to his word implies that this reception has taken place. Have you really received the Lord Jesus into your heart as definitely as and, and as truly as Martha and Mary received him into their house? That's a powerful question because the Gospel of John chapter 1, verse 12 says, But as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God, Even to them that believe on his name. It's as many as received him. It's not through religion. It is not through friends. But it's receiving Christ. That's how you become a child of God.
0: So what does it really mean to sit at the feet of the Lord Jesus and hear his word? It implies devotion. You must be devoted to him. The fact that Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus indicates that she loved him very much. She knew how much he loved her, and she loved him because he first loved her. That you can find that in 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. She loved him for his own sake, for his teaching, and above all, for what he was going to do for her upon Calvary's cross. And we all know the story very well, that because of his love, he died for your sins and my sins. So in John 14, 15, it says, If you love me keep my commandments. And Mary did love him. And in order that she might keep his words, she was listening to them and learning them. So she was sitting at the feet of Jesus where she can learn from the teacher himself.
1: All right, so we began by asking you the question, what does this one thing imply? And we told you it implies reception, that Mary and Martha uh, receive Christ into their house. We just talk about it implies devotion. You have to be devoted to be able to sit at the feet of Jesus and to hear his holy word. Then we go on now to say it implies submission. It implies submission. Mary did not stand. She sat. And this indicates that she was submissive to him and recognized him as her Lord. Mind, I tell you, that is important and that is powerful for us to recognize that. Because, because the Bible tells us that in all our ways, we must recognize God. In all our ways, we must recognize him and he will direct our path. So Mary did that. She she recognized him as Lord of her life. She subjected herself to his authority and to his truth and to his teaching. I said that Mary subjected herself to the authority of Christ because all power, all power, my friends, is given unto him. She subjected herself to his to his truth because his words are true. It doesn't matter what Anybody say, what you hear on the pulpit or in church or wherever. I am here to report to you that the word of God is true. Because all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. It's true, my friends. His teachings are true. She sat in the place of humility. She took his yoke upon her and learned of him. We can find that in Matthew chapter 11. And verse 29 says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. She placed herself utterly and absolutely under his sway. Men, this is what we need to be doing in this day and age. We need to completely surrender ourselves Under the lordship of Christ. And give our all to him. You know the song we used to sing long time ago? All to Jesus I surrender. All to him I freely give. And that is what we need to be doing in our day. And in our time. In our churches. In our homes. In our job. Wherever we are. We need to surrender completely to the authority of Christ.
0: So why is this one thing so absolutely necessary? It is absolutely necessary if we are to experience a well-balanced Christian life. The two elements of a well-poised Christian life are sitting and serving, receiving and giving. But the sitting must always precede the serving. For an illustration of this, John 10 verse 9 says, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pastors. In and out. In first and then out. In for worship and out for witnessing. The Lord Jesus did not rebuke Martha for her active service, but he did show her that sitting at his feet was the first requirement of successful service. So you must always sit before you begin serving.
1: Amen and amen. Now, it is absolutely necessary for growth in grace. Let me, let me say that one more time. I say it is absolutely necessary that this one thing we're talking about, that's needed, this one thing that is needed, is absolutely necessary for growth in grace. Many Christians remain in a state of what we call protracted infancy. Because they are neglecting fellowship with the Lord through his word. And man, man, you, you, you see that. You see that. I mean, some people who, who are saved and they are even preachers and that kind of stuff. But sometimes you don't see them for weeks in church. So we are neglecting fellowship with the Lord through his word. They fail to sit at his feet and learn of him. And therefore they do not grow into spiritual maturity. 2 Peter 3.18 says, listen to this, But grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. Grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Why do you think the Bible tells us that we must study to show ourselves approved, unto god you cannot be saved for 5 10 15 years and you are still in that infancy stage no my friends you have to start walking you can't creep all your life you've got to start walking because if you just creep in all your life then we know something is radically wrong somewhere
0: so why is this one thing so absolutely necessary it is absolutely necessary for clear guidance there is nothing the Lord longs to do more, there is nothing the Lord longs to do more for us than to guide us in all the details of our lives, but very often we fail to hear his gentle whisper. In 1 Kings chapter 19 verse 12, it says, and after the earthquake a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. Because we're not living in close enough touch with him. It is a sad thing when we are constantly making wrong decisions. We have to take time out to listen to the gentle whisper. We have to listen to when the voice of the Lord is speaking to us. So we do not do our own thing. In Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. a very known scripture. But we need, to, instead of knowing it, we need to apply it to our lives. It said to trust in the Lord with all your heart. Not some, but all your heart. And lead not on your own understanding. You cannot lean on your own understanding. But verse 6 says, In all your ways, acknowledge him, recognize him, and he shall direct your path. If you want to go in a straight and narrow way, you have to follow his leading. He cannot be the one following you. You know, somebody have a plaque that says, Jesus is my co-pilot. Well, you need to change places. Let him be the pilot, and then you can be the co-pilot. He must be the one leading and directing you. In James 1 verse 5 says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given him. So if we need direction, we do not know which way to go, and we are lacking wisdom. James say, we must ask of the Lord, and he gave it to us, freely. He does the whole bag. Whatever you ask him for, that's what
1: he will do. Amen. So we just made mention to you that this one thing that is needed is absolutely necessary for growth in grace. We also said that it is absolutely necessary for clear guidance. We cannot guide ourselves. We need the help of the Lord. Without him, I can do nothing. So I need him to guide me along life's narrow way. It is also n- absolutely necessary for overcoming self. Necessary for overcoming self. Martha was irritated and distracted and she complained and like, like so many of us do on a daily basis. We are so irritated. We are, so, we are distracted by everything and as a result, we end up complaining. So she, she was the same. In verse 40 of the text that we read, this could have been prevented if she had known how to get low at the Savior's feet. If she had done like her sister and get at the Savior's feet, she would have no reason to complain. One sure way of learning to overcome the, the self-life is by regularly sitting at his feet. For Isaiah 57:15, For thus says, the high and lofty one who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy places with him who has a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite one. Now, 1 Peter 3 and verse 4, rather let, let it be the hidden person of the heart. With the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in the sight of God. What am I saying? I'm saying a whole lot of stuff there. This, this one thing that is needed is really necessary for, for us in overcoming self. Because too much of self is in, in the realm of Christianity today. We want to put self... Above the word of the Lord. Well, I want to put a picture of me and my and my handsome self on, on Facebook so you can see that. Who cares? When the word of God is put on, on Facebook, very few people want to even read it. But if I put some, some picture of, of myself or something else, you want to read that. So this one thing that is needed in our lives, my friends, is really necessary for overcoming self.
0: So why is this one thing so absolutely necessary? Remember, we've been talking about one thing that is needed. So it is absolutely necessary to gain his commendation. In verse 42, it says, We are told that our Lord commended Mary for sitting at his feet and hearing his word. She was doing a good thing. Nothing pleases him more than when we go to his footstool and wait there in silent adoration and praise. He is pleased with our service, but most of all, he is pleased with a humble submission when we sit at his feet and learn of him. You know, sometimes you, before the altar, and you ask him for prayer because you have a particular problem, but then when you leave the altar, you take back the problem with you. You got to leave everything at the altar. In other words, leave it at his footstool. Let him be the one to take care of it because he said to cast all your cares Upon me, because I care for you. So, when you leave everything at his feet, then you don't have to worry. You won't be like Martha complaining. So, we shall only get this one thing by real determination and resolution. That's the only way you can get it. By determination and resolution, you have to resolve that you will sit at his feet. You will not be busy serving, but you will sit at his feet where you can learn more of him. Notice that in verse 42, we are told that Mary chose to sit at Jesus' feet. It was a matter of deliberate choice. No one forced her to sit at his feet. She did it on her own because, like we said earlier, she wanted to learn more about him. It's not because she didn't want to help her sister, but she wanted to hear the word more than be involved in food. The food could come after, but she wanted to hear The word of god she was in love with him so she wanted to spend time with him because he was not in tongue all the time so she just wanted to get as much of him as she possibly can so how determined are we to please him how determined are you to please the lord is it your desire to seek after him is it your desire to sit at his feet and learn of him or is it your desire to get busy and serve while you can be sitting at his feet As we're about to close out our study, I'd like for you to listen to this song by Tasha Cubs, Forever at His Feet.
2: And I'll be seated at your feet, to worship at your feet, I'll be right at your feet forever and I'll be seated at your feet to worship at your feet I'll be right here at your feet forever i make this vow. here to worship, worship that's where you want me Lord. Let's raise it together. Say, I'll be, at your feet. I'll be seated at your feet. That's where you want me to worship. At your feet. So that's where I'll be. I'll be right, right here at your feet, feet forever. 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 Somebody tell him I'll be seated here. I'm always here to worship, worship at your feet
1: Amen. Thank you so much, my friends, for joining us today. You know, my friends, we never bring our broadcast to a close without giving you an opportunity to find that one thing that is needed in your life and ask Jesus to help you get that one thing that you need. It might be necessary for you to gain his commendation, or it might be necessary for overcoming self in your life. Whatever the situation is, if you turn to the Lord and ask him right now, he will help you let us pray father we thank you and we praise you for your words we know your words are true and that they will last it will last for all eternity to never return to you void but it will accomplish for the purpose in which you have sent it to speak to hearts today we pray in jesus name amen
0: and amen and if you are blessed by today's word we would love to hear from you you can reach out to us at newdeafopatlanta at gmail.com Or you can give us a call at 404-964-2242. Once again, that's 404-964-2242.
1: So until then, let your heart go on singing.
0: Until then, oh my
1: friends, with joy you must carry on. Shalom. Peace to all of you. God bless you.